Hello, and welcome to Inside the Mind of, a podcast where I dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. My guest is going to introduce themselves because any introduction I would give would just be a shame. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Finally, the rack have come back to the Shilly Showcase. How are you doing, Katatat? I'm uh, great. How are you doing? Well, see, the rack has a bone to pick with you, Katie, because you see, you call the show Inside the Mind of, correct? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, whatever episode that it is. However, you have done all of these episodes without someone who has actually lived inside the mind of anyone. The rack is the only person you know that lives inside the mind of, so how is the rack not the first? You know, it's a very good question. I had to go with people I was most comfortable with first. Are you saying that you are uncomfortable with the wreck? No, I'm not saying that. You definitely took some warming up to. The wreck is very comfy. But I, no, I get it. You have that gorgeous mound of man meat, Mr. Wreak Havoc. He was on first. He is your advocate. It is what it is with all of those rippling muscles and all that chocolatey goodness. And then you had that idiot Matt Ritter for whatever reason, uh, again, before the rack, when I live inside Matt Ritter's head. So if you were going to get inside the mind of Matt Ritter, it should have just been the rack, but neither here nor there. And then a bunch of lovely guests after that. You've done a great job. I'm very proud of you. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I understand you have questions for the rack that you would like to ask. I do have questions for the rack. Um, some of which you've, since you are such a fan of the series, which thank you. Um, some of these you have Great heard. Show. Thank you. Uh, and then I do have one from a guest that they would like me to ask you later on in the show. I'll tell you who once we get there. Um, but since you've been on a few podcasts, you've popped up here and there, you've made some cameos. When was the first time you showed up on a podcast? The first time the Rack showed up on a podcast was with Smackin' It Raw. Uh, you see, uh, that idiot Matt Ritter does not understand what gets ratings or what gets people. The Rack is what the people want. The Rack knows what the people want, and he wants to give it to them, and he wants to give it to them hard, and it's fast that they need it. That is why the Rack is here. Yet, uh, he decided that I was an attraction uh, that only needed to be brought out every once in a while. I feel it should be the other way. I think the Rack should host Smackin' It Raw, and Matt Ritter should be an attraction. Neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, it was on an episode of Smackin' It Raw shortly after the rise and fall of HKW because... Uh, <clears throat> have you heard of the idea of, like, where, like, uh, you have repressed memories and then uh, something will happen and you'll discuss them and then those memories are brought to life and things like that? Many times, yes. Okay, so that is essentially what happens. The, uh, the Rack is... Uh, uh, Another personality. He is, as I like to refer to myself, uh, a gender fluid trisexual that uh, Mr. Matt Ritter has created, because I will try anything twice. Um, when he was backyard wrestling as a character, correct? Mm -hmm. As a child. And then he decided to repress me for years and years and years until 
they discussed the rise and fall of HKW, the backyard wrestling episode that they uh, company that they had. Um, and then I was brought back to the surface through those memories and have existed ever since right below the surface, uh, just waiting to pop out like a hard on. I must in a say, pair of gray sweatpants. I must say, your analogies are so vivid. You have a way with words. Thank you. I'd like to think so. So since we're on this topic, it, like I said, you've popped up quite a bit on not just Smackin' my show, a few other people's shows. What has been your favorite time you've popped up on a show? Well, I always like to pop up and whoop Matt rid of that, kick him off his own show and take over and show everyone what a real star looks like. But I would have to say my favorite moment is actually one that you posted in a video uh, that dropped today on YouTube. Uh, so if anyone's listening to this, you will know how long ago this was recorded. But uh, it is where the rack showed up on Inside the Mind of Katie. And you so generously gave me consent to get inside your mind and find out, would you like to marry, fuck, or, and or kill uh, either Draco Malfoy, Jar Jar Binks, or Bill Goldberg? Uh, which then spawned Young King's Wrestling's favorite clip, uh, audio clip of all time. Uh, I'm a fuck Goldberg, which I don't blame you. Look, I, I stand by my answer. Jar Jar Binks sucks. Goldberg would last five minutes tops. Draco, that's the obvious answer. So, Jar Jar Binks looks like an uncircumcised penis, whereas Goldberg is clearly a circumcised penis. And uh, I gather from discussions that I've had with you, uh, most recently things you may have may or may not have said on Smack It Raw podcast, that you prefer the uncircumcised or the circumcised to the uncircumcised penis uh, based on your answer. So I, I completely understood where you were going with that. <clears throat> Listen, we don't talk about what happened on Smackin' It Raw. Uh, it's neither here nor there. Um, it was a comment. I said it. I said what I said. Y'all take that as you want. That's all I'll say about that. Although, I have enjoyed uh, Matt Ritter allowing me to do some TikToks for him as well, uh, talking about horror movies. So you can go check me out on TikTok as well. There's some. Uh, recently, I just had hair transplants. So uh, if you are wondering where this beautiful mullet came from, uh, it is just for men. Um, yes, but uh, you will see me bald other places now. Glorious, luscious locks. You look great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It it really suits you. You're not so bad looking yourself, Katie. Thank you. I, I try. It's like midnight, but thank you. I try. <clears throat> we have all seen the thirst traps. We know what you got working with. <laughs> We're not here to talk about my thirst traps. But we can't talk about BBC or thirst traps? Why did you even have me on this show? <laughs> you know what? There is a portion of this show that I will begrudgingly regret later where you get to ask me shit. So save save all of the then if you'd like to <sighs> now instead of popping up on a podcast what if you started your own what would you talk about <sighs> what would the rack talk about if he started his own podcast um I feel like the rack is best suited uh on basically what your group chatted may the thirst be with you where I would just essentially come on and talk 
about all of the thirst that the rack has for the wide variety of females and males in the wrestling business and describe them in the rack's own passionate and personal way. Because uh, I think that is what the people really want. Like, that is what they're here for. They're here to, like, I, the way I did your advocate wreak havoc, like, talking about his rippling muscles, that mound of man meat, the chocolate delight that he is. Like, that is what people want to hear. So that is what the rack would give them. Because I am just here to please the people in any way that I can. You're here to give the people what they want. Mm hmm. Is there a wrestler who comes to mind that you could describe in your own unique way? I think we should save that for a question later. Okay. Okay. Uh, might be it might be this question. Um, so a question I always ask people is if you can have any type of dinner with three wrestlers dead or alive, who are you picking and why? So who are you picking and why? See, this was very hard for the rack to determine because there was a lot of wrestlers that the rack would like to sit down and talk to and so on and so forth like obviously everyone's gonna be like oh gold dust right because you they all say i sound like his daddy and i don't get that and i want to see if he thinks i sound like his daddy because i don't think i sound like his daddy neither here nor there he could call me daddy especially 90s gold dust you know with like the bondage gear and the crazy paint and terry i do have questions about what him and terry did with that cigar but that is neither here nor there so uh gold dust is off the table uh first and foremost and this may surprise you uh and it is for one specific reason only and mind you i have four but you will understand so just allow the rack to do his thing um is going to be Velveteen Dream. And here's why. It has nothing to do with the character of Velveteen Dream. I just, for my own knowledge, need to know why and how he got those cameras in the toilets. Uh, not because that is something that the Rack would ever want to do. That is just, uh, so the Rack knows where to look when he sits down so nobody is filming him. Uh, if that, if, you know, the police ask that the answer as to why I need to know that information. So, uh, yes, Velveteen Dream would be first and foremost for that reason. Um, Sable. Uh, and you would think, oh, it's because she is this attractive, voluptuous woman who was on WWE and did all of these things, the Playboys, and the Playboys with the Tories and all that. And No, I need to know what Brock Lesnar is packing and what he is like in bed because I am sure they do not call him the Beast for no reason. Like, I guarantee a woman like Sable has some stories in the bedroom that the Rack needs to hear. Okay. So we have Velveteen Dream. And we have Sable. This is a great dinner party, by the way. This is going to be very entertaining, full of stories. Uh, last but not least, this is actually a recent addition, uh, NXT's new recruit, uh, Quincy Jones, because he looks like he would be fun. Okay. I feel like him and The Rack would get along smashingly. And now I told you there was four. And the reason there is four is because this person's not participating in the dinner as far as, like, commentary or discussion or anything like that. Uh, it is Wardlow. Uh, and the reason Wardlow is here is because we are going to eat sushi off Wardlow's naked body. Because you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, they get the person and they lay naked and then they cover the little bits with the leaves and then you put the food on them. First off, this man is a lot of man, so there is going to be a lot of room for a lot of sushi. We're going to be able to eat for a while. And also... Uh, if I can get Wardlow in a room naked for any reason, I'm going to take that. Uh, 1-800-WAR-DADDY. The wreck is all about it. You know, I want to say I'm surprised by your answers, but I'm kind of not. The Wardlow thing makes a lot of sense. I agree 100%. I'm not a big sushi person, but I would eat anything else off of Wardlow. Listen, 
the reason Wardlow is fantastic with sushi is because, again, the rack is a gender fluid trisexual. He will try anything twice, right? So Wardlow is like meat. He is like one giant solid pound of prime rib with a giant sausage attached to it. But then you also get the fish. So it's a little bit of both worlds, like best of both worlds, raw fish and prime A, grade A beef. All in one meal. <clears throat> that is a great way to think about it, and uh, yeah, yeah. Why do we? Why does it sound like you want to join this dinner and sit down and <laughs> um, be entertained with the rack? Because you are invited, Katie. Like oh, I know it's a table invited? for three. We will make a table for five. Like Wardlow will be the table, but <laughs> Wardlow will be the table. Um, yeah, you can come along. Oh, thank you. I think it's the first time I've been invited to join one of these dinners, so I appreciate it. I'm just saying, if you want to be there, I Rack would love to have you. I mean, besides Velveteen Dream, I would be very happy there. Listen, Patrick is just there to tell us about the toilet cameras. Like, I have questions about how logistically that works, if they had to be waterproof, like what the view was when he checked the cameras afterwards, like are you just getting straight like up the butthole or do you see the whole thing? When they sit down and the light's blocked out, do you still see anything? Uh, how do you get like not get feces and stuff on the camera and what do you have to do when you were like, I have a lot of questions about these toilet cameras uh, that Velveteen Dream installed in bathrooms and was spying on people with and where that footage is, so. The footage is probably like somewhere hiding in his house, if I were to guess. But I don't know. I that is the only reason he is there, though. Other than that, we we have no need. Like, I'm sure Patrick thinks that he would fit in with. No, we don't fuck with little kids. Like that is not our thing. So Patrick, you do your thing. Uh, allegedly. 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 <clears throat> yeah. So you are this eccentric person this personality it's i mean it's eccentric i mean it as a compliment i swear I so prefer flamboyant but uh we can go with eccentric if i i okay you are this flamboyant personality this flamboyant person this aura of a human being you definitely have stories to tell now if you had to write an autobiography of your life to this point. I can't wait for this. What would be the title of it and why? Uh, that is very simple. As I said, uh, the rack lives rent-free in Matt Ritter's head, uh, literally and figuratively. Mm -hmm. So uh, the title of the book, if the rack were to write an autobiography, would be Looking Through the Windows of Matt's Holes. Really? Yeah. Because I have spent the majority of my life observing the world through the eyes and various orifices of Matt Ritter. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is no more suiting title than looking through the windows of Matt's hold, because that is essentially how I have lived in my entire life until I have found a way to break free of the confines of his brain and manifest myself here in the real world for all of your pleasure. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> and let me tell you, that Matt Ritter is a scumbag. He has done some dirty shit, and I have seen it all. <laughs> what do you have against 
Matt Ritter. Like, where is this hate? You always call him that idiot Matt Ritter. Like, where is this disdain coming from? Is it because Let you're you repressed? A... Well, allow me to ask you this question, Katie. Mm -hmm. Please. Let's say you had an immense amount of talent, correct? Okay. And you were in an environment that suppressed that amount of talent, uh, and all you wanted to do was escape that environment and create an environment for yourself where you could thrive and flourish, but there was somebody that just kept holding you back. Would you not have a little bit, a tiny little bit of repressed anger for someone who, who muted you and your, your greatness the way Matt Ritter has muted me? Because if he had used me to his full potential, let me tell you right now, we would be making millions of dollars on YouTube. We would be Twitch partners making millions of dollars. We would do all of these things, but he is worried that I'm going to offend people. I don't understand why. I don't think I'm offensive. You haven't offended me yet, if that makes you feel any better. That is fantastic. I'm glad. <laughs> um, I don't like how you said all that because, um, too real for me, so... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this question, this is the only one I got from a guest, uh, that man you described before, uh, my advocate, Reek, uh... Oh, I that muscly pile of man meat. Yes. Yes. Um, I said, hey, since you're a fan of the rack, do you have any questions for the rack? Uh, he only had one. He said, let me think. He did not think of any more and did not get back to me. Um, but the one he did have, and I'm kind of curious to see this answer, does The Rack like Matt Riddle? Does The Rack like Matt Riddle? I like the fact that Matt Riddle pisses Matt Riddle off. Okay. Um, there are aspects of Matt Riddle's personal life that The Rack does not agree with because, uh, obviously... You know, rumors, allegations, things of those nature. Very unsavory. Like, I cannot get behind the person that is Matt Riddle. However, the fact that his existence just scratches at Matt Ritter so, so bad for no reason. I mean, truly, on TV, yes, he is a moron. That is that is a fact. He, he mm -hmm. plays a moron character. But, like, is he really that bad? Is he really worse than anyone else that we have ever seen? No, but for whatever reason, he just grates at that idiot Matt Ritter. And that is one of my favorite things is to just watch him itch and scratch and just dig into the fact that this person exists and he cannot stand it. So, long story short, uh, yes, The Rack does like Matt Riddle. Yeah, I had a feeling that was going to be your answer because of how much you have this disdain for Matt Ritter. It, it also, all makes I appreciate sense. a man who paints his fingernails and toes however I do not appreciate a man who thinks he can just go out on TV all barefoot and shit with those nasty ass smelly feet like cover those up what is wrong with you I, I mean I agree like wear shoes especially if you're in a ring um, I have a lot of fetishes feet are not one of them honestly same I don't like feet I don't like my feet being touched what it looks like you want to ask me something well no because the Rack has a whole portion of this show where he gets to ask you questions, so <laughs> oh, yes. I'm just storing questions in my head <laughs> to ask you, because I don't want to come on here and be like, hey, Katie, uh, how did you get into podcasting? Because I listen to this show, and I know that answer. I've heard it time and time again. I've mm -hmm. listened to every episode. I've heard you tell it every way possible, both through the Rack's ears and through Matt Ritter's ears, so that is not going to be a question that we ask on this show. That is not going to happen. Thank you. 
yeah, I've answered that question quite a bit. Um, it's not like I don't mind telling the story over and over, but like you guys can just listen to other episodes and figure it out. You don't have to explain yourself. It is what it is. Like sometimes people don't have a chance to listen. Sometimes they're just. I know that idiot Matt Riddle was like, I'm gonna go in blind. I don't want to know. And then at, afterwards, I'm sure he regretted it because then he sounded stupid as shit answering questions, saying dumb stuff for his autobiography and shit like that. Like nothing witty whatsoever. However, you know, I, I understand that. Like you want to go into it and you don't want to know, you don't want to anticipate, you don't want to plan things. You want to go in blind. So that is cool. That is absolutely cool. But as a fan of the show who's listened to every episode. I'm not going to ask you questions I've already heard you answer. Okay. Uh, I will say for the record, Matt did not make a fool of himself in that episode. He did great. That is your opinion. You are entitled to it. I, I mean, I was there. You, I guess you kind of were too. Right? I was there. I, again, looking through the windows of Matt's holes, I was there in spirit. Yeah. Love that. Uh, so, <laughs> when you're not popping up on shows tormenting Matt um what do you do like what are your hobbies I need to know this um so seeing as the rack exists as a a portion of Matt Ritter's mind and as you should know as a as a functioning person a human being uh we like to compartmentalize things right Everything has a little play through you. At least try to put everything in a little place. Uh, the rack spends most of his time in the part of Matt Ritter's brain uh, where, like, porn is stored. Mm-hmm. Like, his porn hub search histories and his fetishes. That is where I like to spend most of my time. Uh, when he's not doing fun things, when he's doing boring things, like spending time with his child, stuff that the rack is not interested in. Uh, stuff like that. Were you going to ask if I have a problem with Zoe? I do not have a problem with Zoe. <laughs> Zoe's a fantastic little child. I'm just saying, the Rack is not interested in, you know, watching Matt Ritter play with his child, talk to his child. Do th- that is not fun for the Rack. The Rack is here for the dirty shit. Like, that is where the Rack thrives. The Rack is here for, like, late nights when Matt Ritter gets in bed with his wife and turns off the lights. That is where the Rack is like, oh, hey, let me take a look. See, let's see what they're doing over there. Because then the rat can come on and give Matt Ritter shit about, like, you know, not having good stamina or having a tiny penis, things like that, that the rat knows about the Matt Ritter that uh, he may not tell you. So the rack is into voyeurism, is what I'm understanding. The title of the rack's autobiography is Peering Through the Windows of Matt Hold. Yes. So very like, much so. Did you, watch the latest, did you watch the latest episode of Monday Night Raw? You saw, like, Dexter Lumis, who also was a very close contender, mind you. Uh, because I do enjoy company that does not speak uh, and allows the rack to talk because <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But you saw like how he stood outside and he was like looking in the Mrs. house? Yeah. Yeah, that's essentially my entire life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that must I want fun. you to realize right now, you may not notice this, but what you want you to realize that every time you do anything with that idiot Matt Ritter, I'm essentially standing outside your window watching as this is occurring. Okay, I don't like that visual. I'm also on the second floor, so like I know it's not physically possible, but now that's all I'm going to be thinking about. <laughs> that there's somebody else on my window, which is literally right behind me. So thank you for that. You're terrible. I don't appreciate it. Um, okay, well. I couldn't think of 
other good questions to ask you because you know you deserved like the best questions and that's all I could come up with on a very short notice um so now you just get free fucking rain <sighs> what questions do you have for me um first and foremost because this was brought up on the show already uh you said that you have fetishes but they are not feet correct yes Okay, can you explain that to me? Because I have heard you say many times in many various places about wanting to get stepped on, wanting to get kicked in the face, and all of that involves the feet. So I don't understand how you have a fetish to have feet uh, injure you, but not a fetish for the feet themselves. Um, okay, wow, I did not expect where this is going. Okay, so my ex-boyfriend had a foot fetish. I did not like him touching my feet. I don't even really like touching my own feet. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't understand. Um, the whole stepping on, being kicked, it's, honest to God, it started out as a joke. I said it jokingly, I believe it was Sonia Deville first. I said something along the lines of like, I want her to step on me. Which I have heard other people say in other places about other people, but for some reason, when I said it to my friends, they took it literally, and now this has become a thing that I am dealing with. Um, is it true? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. Alright, we're gonna do a little exercise here. Okay. Katie, close your eyes. Close your eyes. All right. Now I want you to picture yourself laying on a wrestling mat, flat on your back. Okay. And then I want you to picture you looking up and seeing Sonya Deville's barefoot just coming directly towards your face. Mm -mm. Not feeling it. Mm -mm. No, no. Not even like with the pretty painted toes and well manicured and all that. Like you're not. No. Mm -mm. Okay. Then we have determined you do not have a foot fetish. This is not a thing that you enjoy. I, I don't. Because if you had said, okay, you know what, this actually isn't bad. Maybe I like, maybe, maybe I suck a toe. Like, then maybe there was a little bit of something there. But mm. clearly, it has completely disgusted you. You are th this is not. A th um, are there any fetishes you are willing to uh, let us in about that you actually have while we are on the show? Or, I mean, again, you have always said because I, I am a fan and I listen. Uh, we can ask you anything, but anything you don't want to answer, you can just tell me to go fuck myself, and the rack will gladly go fuck himself because I'm in this bitch like a dick in the ass. So, <laughs> Jesus. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is it public knowledge? I don't know. I have to. Th I have to think before I speak. Uh, worst case scenario, I can just cut this part out. Um, I just. I really just need to think. Is it public knowledge? Anyway, fuck it. Choking. There. That, that, I will say that. Understandable. I mean, who doesn't like to be choked every now and then? I thought I didn't. And then, <clears throat> it happened. And here we are. So. Now, uh, <clears throat> this is the question that the rack is going to ask you that uh, a very, very, very small section of people are even going to understand or... Uh, uh, and this is a yes or no question. You don't have to go into any detail. Okay. Uh, just uh, for the record, 
Uh, Thunday Funday, yes or no? No. Sunday fun day. No. Okay. Roger that. Um, I'm sorry. What was that? Nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Uh, so what, I thought what, there was a little something whispered there at the end. <clears throat> no, I have something stuck in my throat. <clears> I'm <throat> coughing. You know. What else you want to know? Since, since we're fucking here. Um, let it, Okay. So, uh, again, the... The Rack has viewed your conversations with various people through the eyes of Matt Ritter, and he had listened and heard things. Yep. The Rack knows that you are uh, semi, but not so actively uh, browsing the world for your soulmate. Yes. So anyone that has watched these podcasts, that has uh, listened to you speak, has viewed the thirst traps that you don't want to talk about that are on Twitter that anyone can go see at any point in time, uh, that you have posted from various hotel rooms, <laughs> um, if they were interested to know what Katie was looking for in a man and or a woman, because you are a proud bisexual woman, um, what attributes is it that uh, attract you to people? What are you looking for in a uh, life partner at this point in time? Okay. Um, so over time, obviously, things have changed because when I was younger, I wanted specific things. I had, like, this dream of, like, a tall, tattooed man for some fucking reason when I was younger. Tattoos are definitely a plus. They don't have to be there. I have tattoos. I love tattoos. That's not a necessity. Um, I mean, loyalty, honesty, like, being able to hold a conversation, making me laugh. I laugh at everything, but being able to genuinely make me laugh, I would love that. Because I'd like to laugh. Because... Why the fuck not? Um, I mean, those are, like, the main, like, attributes, like, personality-wise. I'm a sucker for a good pair of eyes. Muscles aren't bad. Again, tattoos, piercings. A little bit on the edgy side, maybe. BBC? Hmm. <clears throat> Perhaps. I do love me some British broadcasting channels. Same. Doctor Who is the shit. <laughs> and for all of all of you listening who are like, oh no, she said tall. Mind you, Katie is like five foot nothing. So like tall to her could be anything. Like she is literally like I'm an inch away five from being three. five foot nothing, as I said. Uh, I'm five so three. <laughs> you could be five seven, you will be tall to her. You will be alright. Yeah, it is weird like meeting people that like you only see online. And then meeting them in person, you're just like, oh, you're shorter or taller than I expected. Like, Vince Let's is get short. Well, Vince is an average height, I would say. Um, roughly. What was your first impression of that idiot, Maverick, when you met him in person? Was he everything you thought he was going to be? Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed it was him because the tattoos, and it was him, his wife, and his child. So I kind of the dots together in my mind but it was it was basically just like a zoom call in person it he was no one has been like completely different than how they act when i talk to them almost every day or however often i talk to people and like i've met almost everyone from the cafeteria in person besides Jalen, and everyone has been true to themselves or true to they how they have been here 
to be fair, when I first met that idiot narrator, I was very disappointed. Why were you disappointed? Well, first off, I thought he was going to be taller. Uh, <laughs> also, when you view Matt Ritter through the eyes of Matt Ritter, you perceive him to be uh, far cooler than he actually is in real life. Okay. Uh, so when I when I first was manifested, I got to see, like, how lame he was, really, outside of, like, when he is in front of his friends, like, the nerdy shit that he does. I had to witness all of the boring nerdy shit that Matt Ritter does, so... What, what is, what is, like, the boring nerdy shit that Matt does? I mean, l listen, Matt Ritter, for, he has a 35-year-old man with a child who has been playing Pokemon his entire life, who, uh, spends his free time watching professional wrestling and putting together Legos, uh... I don't see anything wrong with putting together Legos. That's a mental, that's a mental game. That is a mental game. Uh, that is correct. But he could mm, use that time far better than uh, he has. Uh, he went from going out and being like a complete and total scumbag, fun to watch, fun to talk about, doing all sorts of crazy shit, to like sitting at home and building Legos and doing puzzles in the suburbs. Like, it, it boring as shit. So you want him to be scumbag Matt Ritter again? That is not true because I do enjoy Kate and I don't want to ruin anything that he has with Kate because Kate is very good for him. But she has also made him uh, far less of a scumbag in real life, which is less fun for the rack to uh, view uh, as he goes about his life. Because now it's just mostly like him sitting on a couch masturbating for hours on end. That is all uh, the scumbag that is left in him. So. Gotcha. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you for all. The weird shit too, but uh, I won't. We won't talk about that. <laughs> that's that's not that's not your place to tell me. I understand. Very obsessed with parodies for some reason. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, good to know. Um, anything else you want to know about me? Talk talk about chew the shit. Let us see. Let us see. Let us see. We are about 49 minutes in. The Rack figured he was going to make this about an hour, so the Rack has to come up with a question for Katie. Um, <clears throat> when proposed earlier this evening to do Inside the Mind of with the Rack, mm -hmm. honest first impression of the idea. Honest first impression of the idea? I was at work. Um when I got the message. It did seem kind of interesting to see how this would play out. Um, I was definitely game for it. I like... The the more entertaining episodes are always fun for me to film because I, I don't have to be as professional as I try to be for these because Lord knows this is far from any other thing I've done on this show. Uh, no, I was... Definitely intrigued, I would say, is probably first impression. And I'm okay. very happy with this so far. Oh, I'm glad that I have satisfied you. I've satisfied many people in my life, and you, you can now add yourself among the list. Thank you. Uh, I have also made many people feel uncomfortable, and I'm sure I've made you feel uncomfortable at points in your life, too. So, mm -hmm. uh, also, another list you can add yourself on. Um, oh, yeah. Uncomfy 
first time I met you, definitely was not expecting all of that. But, you know, here we are. We're having a full-blown conversation. It's like 36-ish minutes long so far. We are potato cake. Uh, by the way, how, do, how the whole idea of, like, uh, Pretty Kyle finding different forms of potatoes to name you after. Uh-huh. Do, do you know how that started or why, like, why he looked at you and thought potato? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm Irish. I do love fucking potatoes. Hold, Not, mm, mm, mm. Phrasing. I love potatoes. Let me just rephrase that. I if caught myself heard what after I heard. the fact. I was like, mm, that sounds wrong. Let me fix that. She is Irish and she fashions dildos out of potatoes. That is what I heard and that is what I'm going to believe going forward. That is, that seems like a lot of work that I do That would be a fantastic, like if you could sculpt dicks out of potatoes and sell them like as an art, that would be a great side gear. I, I feel think you would like make there's a lot of money. definitely somebody out there who does that. Like there's like, gotta be. You've seen Superbad, right? Yes. You know how he like he drew all the dicks and everything? Mm-hmm. Like that was, yeah. You could do that with potatoes. Like you would just make like crazy veiny like dick potato characters and things like that. I can almost guarantee that there's gotta be somebody in the world who does that already. If, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anyone who fashions dildos from potatoes, please let us know in the comments of this video. Hit up uh, that idiot Matt Ritter at Matt Ritter. I had a Twitter. He took it away. He gave it to uh, the Smackin' It Raw podcast. I also had a Facebook page. That might still be around, but uh, uh, he has hmm. basically rescinded all of my access to social media. I did not know you had a Twitter. The Rack had a Twitter. Yes, he did. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, But going back to the pre-Kyle potatoes thing. Uh, I don't know, honestly. The first... No, was it the first episode we did together? Might have been the second episode I did on his show. He just randomly called me Cater Tot. And... It caught me off guard. But it's it's a fun nickname. I've had a lot of nicknames in my past. Detention Fries? <laughs> that can be one. Uh, um... Uh, I've had a lot of nicknames the past two years I've been podcasting. Ow. Um, so, I'm always okay with adding another one if I like it and I approve. Cater Tot's fun. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Alright. Speaking of nicknames, um, <clears throat> oh, honest, honest opinion, by the end of 2022, will you be Pornhub Poppy? Yes. And if I'm not, I'm going to be very disappointed with myself. I staked this claim at the end of last year, basically being like, okay. I basically first said it as like, I think the movie's Captain Phillips, where he's like, I'm the captain now. I was like, I'm the porn up poppy now. I basically was saying as a reference like that. But it got taken, spun, basically I'm taking Vince's spot and then it became a competition and I am competitive and I as much as I've busted my ass for my own show which I have I have busted my ass for Smackin' It Raw and it's also honestly like if I don't have to like host and be in charge I like being able to just like go on other shows and just have a good time and relax. I drink a lot when I do Smackin' It Raw because it's Friday nights and I don't work Saturdays. 
Um, but I truly have been busting my ass to make sure I'm on. I did shows on vacation in Vegas. I could have done one in Chicago. I know, that's my fault. I did have a migraine, though, so, um... Also, mind you, you asked me why that idiot Matt Ridd, why I called him the... I mean, did he not bench you for, like, four weeks? He did. Did he not bench you last week? Do you not understand why I would call him an idiot? Like, <laughs> um, I've heard from... I've heard from this person, Hunter, that uh, you are the most entertaining part of the Smack and the Raw podcast. Uh, and if that is the case, why would they put their best player on the bench during regular season? Um... Hunter has also told me that too. He did DM me. Um, and, you know, I understand why I was benched after Matt and I talked about it, um, or before I was benched and we talked about it. I understand why. Um, it hurt a little bit, but I didn't want to, I wanted to just be able to watch last week's episode, um, because it was, it was honestly one of the, funnest times I've had just being in the chat of a show because there was just so much happening like imagining if it was all three members of Public Enemies it would have been fucking ridiculous in like the best way possible who the fuck is revving a bike right now it is one o'clock in the morning uh, that is not a bike that is the racked vibrator going off oh I'm so sorry <laughs> uh but long fucking story short I'm gonna be porno poppy, and if I'm not, um, I don't know, I've talked a lot of shit, and that means I couldn't back it up, so. So, now, as Pornhub poppy, this, this title comes with a lot of, uh, response, why are you rolling your eyes already? I'm not rolling, I have not even I'm not the... rolling my eyes at you, I'm rolling mm. my eyes at the loud My noises. lush? Yeah. Uh. I cannot turn it off, someone else has control of it, you're just gonna have to let it go. If I can handle it, you can handle it, it'll be mm. fine. Um... So, uh, with that being said, and there being, uh, you being the Pornhub poppy, uh, there, there's a lot of, uh, Katie, who is your favorite porn star as Pornhub poppy? Um, you know, it's a great question that I do not have the answer to. You do, as, you are gonna be, like, cause I know Vince is gonna say Riley Reed, cause he likes skinny white girls, like, that is his <laughs> thing. It's uh, true, it does. Dude, to Viv likes to masturbate to skinny white girls and dudes that look like Matt Ritter. That is not who he likes to date, however. And Melissa is a lovely woman, so uh, props to him. I don't know how he figured that out. Not that <laughs> you know that. Uh, you're telling me as Pornhub Poppy you don't have a favorite porn star? Um, you know, the uh, it would take me a second to, like, kind of think about it. Um, I don't know. What about a favorite category? There are a lot of categories. There is like Voyeur, there is BDSM, there is uh, 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 BBC, there is uh, um, cuckolding, there is uh, hentai. If you are into cartoons, I don't know if you like, you know, want to see that. Uh, there is just cart like cartoon porn and hentai are completely separate categories. As I said, uh, parody porn, which is something that I think Matt Ritter enjoys a lot. Um, there are the there is real, there is story, there is voyeurism, there is step sibling, there is all sorts of things. Public. <laughs> um. Okay, 
I feel like if I'm watching porn, which is I'm not saying I do often, um, threesomes are always a good option to go to, because that's fun. But, uh, that, yeah, we'll say that. Okay, okay. So not, you cannot think of a favorite porn star, but your favorite porn category of threesomes. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. Because threesomes. Yeah, it's I get it. Best of both worlds. You are bisexual. Yeah, exactly! Right. Thank you. Same time. It, it completely makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> um... Do you have a dog? Uh, no, I do not have a dog. You have a cat? Uh, no, my cat died a few months ago. Well, I'm sorry to bring that up. That is terrible. <laughs> so now I have no pets as of right now. Uh, if you were to get another pet, what would you name it? Because I've been trying to convince Matt Ritter to get a cat and name it Cat Coochie, but he will not do it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a name. That's for sure. Um, I honestly don't know. Because I don't know if I would necessarily get another pet. Like, when I move in with my friend, she has two cats. One of which I did name. I named him Rebel. Because it looks like he has, like, a... A fat ass like Rebel? Uh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's like he's gray, but like the white fur kind of just goes up one of his legs, so it looks like a tattoo sleeve. So I was like, oh, he looks like a little Rebel. And the name stuck. So I I don't know what I would name an animal. It's like one of those things where like you kind of have to see it to know, I guess. Does that make sense? Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Let's see. One more question. Okay. I like that this has just become another inside the mind of me. I mean, you said I could ask you as many questions as I wanted, and I know this show is supposed to go an hour, so I'm trying to make it go an hour, because you said only the best questions you could ask for me, and you couldn't, you did not have the time to come up with all of the best questions, but you did a fantastic job. You really did. I think you. you gave the people a very good purview into who the rack is and what the rack is about. And if you didn't, I did, which is why <laughs> I'm here. Um, <clears throat> fuck, Mary kill. Oh, here we go again. Okay. Jason Voorhees. Okay. Freddy Krueger. Okay. Matt Riddle. Um, killing Matt Riddle. Off rip. Um, hmm. Okay, now this becomes difficult. I would. Yeah, I was gonna give you Michael Myers, but I know we would all marry and fuck Michael Myers. That is not fair, though. So. Exactly, it's it's not fair. Um. Okay, well, I'll fuck Jason, but only when Kane Hodder plays Jason. Cause that man is fucking jacked. 
Uh, and so I'll marry, I'll marry Freddy. Keep my dreams interesting. Or would it, do you think if, so if Freddy Krueger was married, like, excluding, like, the remake where he, like, was married and the thing, um, do you think he would, like, go inside the dreams of his significant other? Um, Katie, listen, uh, Freddy Krueger, per canon, through the original movie before they edited it, was a, uh, uh, a child toucher and murderer. Yeah, uh, I know. So, with with that being said, if he did not draw the line at touching children, I don't think he would draw the line at going in and seeing what the fuck you are dreaming about. It was As just, a matter of it fact, question. if you were to go into, if he would go into your mind and see, like, you having a five-minute fun session with that circumcised penis Bill Goldberg, he may kill Bill Goldberg. Or you may look up and see Bill Goldberg turn into Freddy. Like, he may just be like, hi, I got you, bitch. Like, it was just it was just a simple question. See, you should have fucked Freddy, and here's why you should have fucked Freddy. First off, Jason does not talk, so okay. uh, fantastic partner. Like, he will only ever listen to anything you have to say. Great listener. Okay. Never gonna talk back. Secondly, uh, Freddy strikes me as the jealous type. So again, uh, and he can kill you in your dreams. Not only can he go in your dreams and see what the fuck you got going on while you're asleep, but he can murder you in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, so you are not safe awake or asleep with that crazy bladed glove man. Um, one night stand, okay, good, gone, bye, peace, see ya. Uh, for the rest of your life or for um, for the rest of the time you are married? No, that is a terrible idea. You know, I clearly am not <laughs> the best at answering these questions. I mean, the Goldberg thing happened, and I am... That clip is gonna be the fucking death of me, and I'm mad about it. But what are we gonna do? Uh, I think that is all I have for you, though, Katie. I think uh, I have fully fulfilled my obligations uh, to make this show as long as possible, and make it as entertaining as possible, and uh, get as much fun information out of you as like uh, your favorite porn category, uh, <laughs> whether or not you have a foot fetish, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely opened up Got more it. sober. I don't like this. Listen, the rack has a way of making people open wide. He really does. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of prostitutes that will tell you that. Okay. Wow, thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. Okay. Um, so, if you don't have a Twitter... Oh, I don't even know what it is. Where would people find you? They wouldn't. Anywhere. They would not be able to find me. Listen, you can go to at Matt Ritter on Twitter and you can see him and maybe by an off chance, uh, the rack gets control and may send out a tweet or two. And if he does, I will take credit for all the entertaining shit that Matt Ritter says. Like the boring dumb shit. Like he said tonight about NXT, that was all Matt Ritter. Anything fun and entertaining and Slightly provocative. That was the rap. Uh, so there is that. So you can go check it out there. Uh, also, you can tune into Sheely Showcase. You can tune into Smacking It Raw and hope and pray that you get a glimpse of the rack on one of those great shows that I may show up. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, that is that is really it. So link tree slash Smacking It Raw. Go back, see all the fun shit the rack has done uh, on Smacking It Raw podcast. Go check out the She League Showcase, uh, the latest episode. 
uh, that Matt Riddle was on, where the rack showed up at the end uh, and impersonated that lovely woman, Savannah. She is a fantastic lady, and I love her very much. And I'm glad I got to uh, do an homage to her and be her for a show because, uh, no, she is fantastic. Um, really smart, really smart, knows her wrestling. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, that is about it. Okay. Um... Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at KDRasson13. The link to him about to get all things. Thirst trap. Yeah, there's thirst traps. Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, there's thirst traps. All right? I do what I, I, do what I gotta that do. That's what I'm talking about. I gotta do what I gotta do. You, know you whip that big confident dick out, Katie. <laughs> Besides the thirst traps, um, the link to him about to get all things. She leads showcase. Twitch.tv slash she leads showcase. Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, depending. Um, by the time this comes out, we've already hit a year of Sheelite, um, which I'm very grateful for, and I'll talk about all of that on the show when that happens, when that comes out. YouTube's up there. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, everything I've done, all the previous episodes of Inside the Mind of. The Rack does make an appearance during mine. A few times. Actually. Yes, you. <laughs> um, yeah, everything's on the channel. Just go check it out. Uh, thanks again for doing this. You are absolutely welcome, and I will come back anytime. I think uh, Rack Part 2 is more important than Matt Ritter Part 2, so we should make that happen. If I can gather enough interesting and the best questions for you, because of course it's what you deserve then I may consider doing a rack part two. And, I mean, if you were smart, you would just go back and listen to this episode and then ask the rack all the questions the rack asked you. I could do that.